When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Raindrops. Yes, so I finally got merch. That's right. You can buy your allegedly, and my boys, mugs, T-shirts, raindrops, hoodies, and T-shirts all on carloskingshop.com. That's right. Get your hoodies, your T-shirts, and your mugs all on carloskingshop.com. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Once a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Hey, Raindrops. On today's episode of Reality with the King, oh, baby, we have a lot to talk about, bitch. From Dorit Deceit, allegedly, to Robin in Denial on Potomac, once again, you guys are getting a double feature. So grab the popcorn. If you're driving in your car with the kids in the back seat, make sure they have their headphones on as they're on their iPad watching a cartoon, okay? Because Carlos King has a lot to get off of his hairy chest. I mean, I shave my chest. (laughs) I do use Manscaped. Hello. Okay, so first thing first, we have to talk about the season premiere of The Real Housewives of Potomac. I must say, it was an enjoyable premiere. I was not bored, not one time. I literally enjoyed all of the one hour and 15 minutes of this supersized premiere. Beverly Hills, that's how you do a premiere. This premiere was good. It was really good. I felt the raw emotions. I felt the realness in it. I really, really did like it. What I didn't like is the fact that I did not want to kick off Potomac like this, but I would not be doing my job if I didn't. Robin, your name is not Robert De Niro. Your name is Robin Denial. Okay, bitch, forget Robert De Niro. You are Robin Denial. I have never in my 40 plus years on this earth have watched a woman on television take up for her cheating ass husband the way you do. And I like you, Robin. 
Long story short, I told you Rain drops this before. I met Robert De Niro. I mean, Robin Denial. I met Robin Denial. First of all, she's pretty in person. I really do like her. I was a guest on her podcast with Giselle called Reasonably Shady. As you all know, I love Giselle. I may not agree with everything she does, but the purpose of this podcast is to keep it all the way real. It pained me to see Robin in this funk that she's in. And I'm not talking about the funk that she was in during the pandemic. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the funk that Robin is in and the fact that she is blaming social media for the pain that she's in versus your husband for the second time who cheated on you for the 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th time, allegedly. Robin, your husband is a cheater. He is what we call in the hood a serial cheater. He's what your bestie Giselle calls a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Now, I don't know if this motherfucker celebrates Halloween or even like pumpkins or pumpkin seeds, honey, but he is a pumpkin eater, cheater. And the fact that you are trying to gaslight the audience, I just feel sad for you. You are a beautiful woman. And the fact that you have allowed this man to publicly embarrass you, not only on national television, not only on your podcast, not only at nail salons and laundromats, this man has embarrassed you all over the world. And instead of you standing up for yourself and stand up to him, you give your girl so much smoke that I'm going to call you Smokey the Bear, bitch, because all that smoke you're giving your girls, you should be giving to this man. So let's just start things off. So Robin and her Megan Trainer blonde tresses, okay, Robin was definitely giving you Erica Jane blonde bombshell tees with the long weave that was down to her butt. I thought it was cute. I liked it, Robin. Just saying. So Robin is talking to Juan. And look, at one point in time, I used to say that Juan was one of the most finest house husbands on Bravo. But after watching the premiere episode, Juan also let himself go. They're both in a loveless marriage. I think Juan has love for Robin because she's the breadwinner and she's the mother of his kids. And what Robin doesn't realize that I'm about to tell her today. And listen, when I say this, I don't mean to sound insensitive. I just call things how I see it. Juan is not in love with Robin. Juan loves Robin as the mother of his children. I don't think Juan and Robin have a healthy sex life. I don't think Juan is attracted to Robin in terms of when he's driving his Prius and he is rushing to get home. I don't think he's rushing to get home to bang Robin's back out. I think he's rushing to get home to go on the World Wide Web and search for a thotty hottie in Canada, in Texas, in Jackson, Mississippi, in Niagara Falls. I think he's searching everywhere 
to release the tension if you catch my drift. I don't think he's in love with her. There's nothing about this man that screams, I'm in love with Robin. And I've been a fan of Potomac since day one. I've seen the way this man looks at her. He looks at her like she's a convenience. That's, that, that's what it is. And because she's the mother of his two boys, he loves her for those reasons. However, .org, he's not in love with her at all. And what's crazy about this whole situation is Robin knows that. Robin's funk during the pandemic is because Juan wasn't sleeping with her. For her to get into that destitute situation had nothing to do with the pandemic. It had everything to do with the fact that Robin knows that she's in a sexless relationship. Juan is Robin's roommate. Juan is Robin's best friend. Juan is Robin's meal ticket to Stamp Potomac. Let, let's call it what it is. And I see two best friends. I see two friends sitting on the couch. I see two friends who are both paying the rent in their leased home. I see two friends who are going through each other's phone to make sure that they're not embarrassing each other to the degree where Robin is kept in the dark. That's what I see. I don't see love. I don't see holy. And I damn sure don't see matrimony. So when Juan was explaining himself and he's like, I'm a nice guy. Motherfucker, that's a problem. You're too nice. That, I mean, that, 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 that's the issue. You're a little bit too nice. You are a womanizer. Hey, Brittany, you like women, and that's fine. You purposefully embarrass Robin to the point where you sleep with women in the same zip code area code you are allegedly walking down the streets of georgetown holding hands with a karen huger lookalike and to add insult to injury that whole canada story i'm gonna get to that in a second but first thing first we're gonna get into this nail salon i don't know no heterosexual man who electively goes to a nail salon with another woman who's not his wife why in the world are you going to a nail salon with another woman? I don't care if she works for you, works under you, is the coach at Georgetown, is the coach at Howard. I don't care wh what this situation is. What heterosexual man is going to a nail salon with another woman? Are you trying to wipe away the DNA from your fingers being inserted in her ass that you don't want Robin to smell it? What are we doing here? This makes no sense to me. Juan is smarter than what we think. And then Robin is falling for the okie doke, which is why you would now be known as Robin Denial. The girls are calling you Denial River. Not the Nile in I-L-E River. They're calling you Denial River. And then, Robin, you played yourself by asking him, well, why didn't you sleep with her? Like, what? <laughs> what is happening here? Like, I, I, I literally don't get it. 
I don't get it. And then this whole story about the woman in Canada with the hotel, like none of this is making sense to me. And then when Juan was talking about how he lost his job because the team weren't playing, we all know what the deal is. And I'm not going to get into that because unlike Sonny Hostin, I don't have a legal note. So I am not going to go there. But where I will go is Robin constantly kept saying, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. You should care, Robin. You should care because you don't want your sons to think, well, this is how my father treats my mom. If you don't want to stand up for yourself, Robin, as a woman, stand up for yourself as a mother. Your beautiful boys should not be seeing their mom go through this. Because one thing I know for sure, happy wife, happy life. You're not happy. When a mother isn't happy, her kids aren't going to be happy. Because what brings kids happiness is when their mother is happy. Robin, you look like you're in the twilight zone. You're not present. You look lost, dazed, and confused. I think for your mental health, Robin, I would love for you to take a break from the show and and just to get your life right. You know it's bad when your bestie, Giselle, comes for you. I mean, Giselle really did everything I told her to. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me stop. Giselle did everything that I mentioned on my podcast last season that I I wanted Giselle to really be a human being and to stand up for her girl. And I know you guys either love Giselle or hate her. I love Giselle. I don't agree with everything she does. She still is Giselle Kobe Bryant. And in this premiere, she proved why she's a force multiplier. Giselle was fantastic in that scene between Robin, Sharice, Ashley, and her. It was real. I felt it was real. Now, look, it's going to last. I don't know, child. Listen, I take things day by day. But what I will say is I really did appreciate Giselle challenging Robin. And guys, I'm being real. I feel bad for Robin. Robin gave up. Robin is not about this life. I don't think Robin is meant to be on reality television. I think Robin did it because she thought it was going to be fun and interesting. This isn't for her. I think it's time for Robin to leave the show. This isn't healthy for you, Robin. You got this man embarrassing you and you're taking up for him. Like it's to the point now where it's not even fun to watch. So Giselle got Sharice and Ashley to talk to Robin which I thought it was a smart move because I thought to myself, no, Giselle's right. Ashley went through a public scandal. She's now going through a divorce. Sharice went through a public scandal. She is now divorced. Sharice took half of this man's money, (laughs) allegedly. Go ahead, Sharice, bitch. Sharice is the original grand dame. Sharice is the richest cast member on that show. Well, friend of. Sharice has more money than every single Potomac housewife, plus the producers, plus the network combined. Sharice is loaded. Sharice has a shitload of money. Okay? 
So that's the bitch you need to be listening to the way Lisa is listening to Larsa Pimpin on Miami Housewives. So when Sharice was emoting to Robin that I knew my husband was cheating on me with multiple women. And some of the stories that you're talking about, Robin, reminds me of my situation. And yes, I know that is different in terms of the circumstance, but I can't help but relate to it because you're taking up for Juan the way that I would take up for my man. This is what Sharice is saying to her. And then Sharice broke down and cried. And Robin sat there soulless, drained, and had nothing to offer. Nothing to offer. And then she tried to, well, you guys want me to cuss him out? You guys want me to, I, I just don't care. I just don't care. Guys, no, dead ass, this is sad. This is horrific. Because Robin is in, in my opinion, allegedly, Robin's in a sexless, loveless marriage because she's afraid to be alone. I didn't know that Robin was insecure. I don't think Robin believes that she can do better than Juan. And that is sad. Robin would rather be with Juan than to be a single woman going after her dreams, whatever that may be. And I hate to say this, I don't see Juan being married to you, Robin, once the kids go to college. I I think Juan cannot stomach the idea of the two of you in the same household with no kids around. Juan is cheating on you notoriously, and he has done it for years. We saw the hot mic moment seasons ago where he talked to another producer about the fact that he's only there for the kids. You let that shit slide. It's to the point now where I'm going to tell you what my great-grandmother told my grandma. Let this man cheat in peace. I'm at the point now, Rob, and I'm like, well, shit. Juan has done everything unimaginable, and you have allowed it. So now as an audience member, we're now kind of thinking, well, should we just let Juan cheat in peace? I feel like if you call Juan in the middle of a sexual intercourse with, with another woman, you would make excuses for it. Oh, well, you know, Juan is auditioning for a movie on Tubi. You know, Juan is trying to be an actor and there's a sex scene. So, you know, Juan's a coach. So he has his, his yellow notebook and he's writing down the plays and he's trying to figure it all out because, you know, he's a coach. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that Juan scores this movie role because, you know, it's going to be on Tubi and it's not going to be Stepmom 5, but it'll be Stepfather 1. Juan is auditioning for Dirty John Part 2. Uh-huh, on Bravo. So when I caught Juan inserting his peen in another woman, I knew that he was practicing plays and, yeah, he was coaching her what to do. Yeah, mm-hmm, allegedly. I felt like if Robin found a, a, a used condom, she'll say, well, you know, you know, me and Juan want to start a family and, you know, Juan wants to preserve his semen in the freezer. You know, when, when the day comes for me to use the turkey baster and use it in me, you know, so I can get pregnant again because, you know, Juan wants a girl. So that's why when I found the used condom in our bedroom, you know, I picked it up. 
I put it in, you know, a Ziploc bag and I put it in the freezer and I marked the date. You know, I told Juan about it. He said, dang, babe, thanks. You know, oops, <laughs> stupid me. I'm so clumsy, Robin. Damn, thank you, love. I'm about to go to the laundromat and then after that, I'm going to get my nails done. Yeah, so I'll be home around midnight. Yeah, I know, right? That laundromat, ooh, it'd be packed. I digress. In closing, Robin obviously was the A story in the premiere, as she should have been. Um, that's the only thing worth talking about. I won't get into Giselle's new man, because I want to keep... <laughs> I at least want to keep things on a good note. Giselle was great this episode. Giselle Kobe Bryant did well. We would not get into her and this man. Because if I talk about that scene between Giselle and this man who looks like he could be a part of B2K, we're not going to go there. So let me just, let me stick to the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to. Okay? Because I'm not chasing that waterfall. <sighs> Robin, all jokes aside, I personally, because I do like you. I know you probably think I don't, but when we met, we had a good time. And I'm honest. And you can always call me, sis. I like you a lot. It's time for you to leave the show, at least for a season, because I want you to get yourself together. And Juan, with all due, he ain't it. Ooh, I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then, Access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. If I needed something like earning, it's what I use and this is why. Because child, your boy is busy. I got several jobs, as y'all know, and I like my money, honey. So any opportunity to where I'm able to get paid at a moment's notice, honey, sign me up. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in reality under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Reality under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. So the second episode of The Real Housebore of Beverly... I'm sorry, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I mean, that second episode was the most boring episode 
I've ever watched in Beverly Hills history. I mean, well, that's not true. Because that season they had Joyce and Carlton. I didn't watch those seasons. Oh, was that one season? And it's, I can't even tell you, I didn't watch it. This second episode of Beverly Hills was boring. On a scale of one to 10, it was a negative two. I, 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 I what is going on? This show used to be top tier. It needs to kick up some 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 speed because I'm not feeling the season. Unless y'all give me Kyle and her new lady friend, Morgan, Little Wayne, Wade. I don't know what I'm watching. This was awful. It was boring. Instead of taking NyQuil, I will watch the second episode of this season again to put my ass asleep. Who needs an Ambien? Who needs melatonin? When you have the second episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills of this season. It was bad. I'm not even going to go. Let me just say this first and I'll move on. While I can appreciate keeping the Kyle and Mauricio story alive, but I don't know who you think you're fooling. And in the words of Aretha Franklin, who is zooming who? Because if y'all think for one second that we believe that car ride between Dorit and Kyle was real, meaning that wasn't a pickup scene, that did not happen in real time. That car ride scene where Dorit was grilling Kyle about what, what, what do you mean? You, 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 you want to separate from Mauricio? Like, wait, what? It was so random. That wasn't that. That was a pickup scene. Y'all shot that after the season wrapped. And then when Mauricio's mom is like, what are all these things I'm hearing about this cheating stuff? It was such a random scene that I'm like, okay, once again, this happened after the season wrapped and y'all inserted it in the second episode because it wasn't connecting. Again, I can appreciate you doing that. I'm just saying it didn't make sense and it was weird. It was confusing. And I'm hoping this Vegas trip gives me something because so far without Lisa Renna, this season is a huge flop. Again, we're two episodes in, so I'm going to give it another try. But y'all know me. If I don't like something after a few episodes, I'm going to stop watching it. I stop watching Jersey. I'll stop watching a show. So Beverly Hills, pick this shit up. It's a snooze so far. And Lisa Renna is somewhere laughing at her depends. Because she's peeing on herself from laughing hysterically that you guys thought y'all could continue the show without her. But I digress. Let's get into Dorit, honey. Now, y'all know back in the day, 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 when Dorit first got on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she has so much potential to be iconic and to be one of the faces of this franchise. 
But because Dorit listens to social media, she allowed it to ruin her, allegedly. Dorit is boring. And I'm not sure why Dorit has chosen to wear this witness protection program wig. I don't know who you're hiding from, Dorit. You look like you belong in the witness protection program. This dark wig is giving me a J-Lo movie on Netflix where she's hiding from her husband and the kids. Like, it's giving me enough. Take off the witness protection program wig. I'm over it. It's not a good look for you, sis. You are a beautiful girl. So then I started to think, okay, this wig isn't making sense. And then as I'm watching this episode... Doree shares a story about how she withdrew $10,000 in cash in December of 2022 because she was going Christmas shopping. Unless your name is Mrs. Claus and you live in the North Pole, why the fuck are you withdrawing $10,000 for Christmas gifts? Are you Mrs. Claus and giving that shit to your husband, Santa, so his ass can come down my chimney and hand me my gifts? Who do you think you're fooling, Dorit? You withdrew $10,000 in cash. First of all, I thought the daily limit was um, $2,500 to $5,000 a day. Now, look. Don't count my coins. I won't count y'all's. But for for us average, <laughs> I thought the daily limit was $2,500, $5,000. But honey, I don't live in Beverly Hills, so what do I know? And then I don't know anybody who withdraws $10,000 in cash and then goes to any place where they have a fucking shopping cart. Are you going to Big Lots, Sam's Club, Walmart? Who withdraws $10,000 and then puts it in their purse and then go to a place that has a shopping cart? Now, look, I'm one queen who loves Target. But, bitch, I'm not withdrawing $100 going to Target let alone 10 G's. What are you, a rapper? Do I, need to start, <laughs> do I need to start calling you money bag Dorit? Are you Dorit Diddy? Like, what? A, what? And then she said, I withdrew the money and then I went to the store and I had a shopping cart and I placed it my, my part on top of the shopping cart and I'm going shopping and it wasn't until I was at the register and then I noticed that oh my gosh my purse was gone and then the police said to me that these three men been following me all like Doree shut listen if this <laughs> I think we need to rename this show The Real Housewives and call it sex lies and videotape house. Like this is 
this is such a bullshit ass story, Dorit. Allegedly. I'm not falling for it. I defended you, Dorit, when all the girls and gays said that you were lying when your house got robbed and the robbers left your cell phone outside of your house. I defended you. To this day, I do believe that happened. I Listen, call me crazy. Uh, I do believe that happened. What? Listen, I will admit what is whack. These are two things that's wacky. It's the convenience of PK being out of town. That's, that's a little concerning in terms of the validity of the story being true. But I believe it. I'm going on record saying I still believe it. But I do understand when people say, so you mean to tell me of all the times this could have happened, PK is mysteriously out of town. And then you're home alone and you don't cut on the alarm. And then the robber leaves your cell phone so that you can call 911. <sighs> but hey, I was riding for you then. But Dari, I can't ride for you now. This this story makes no sense to me. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Between this, the Witness Protection Program wig, your lack of presence on this show, you and Crystal are neck and neck of the least interesting to watch on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And it saddens me because Dorit has so much potential to be the face of the show. I mean, of course, second to Queen Kyle, but the face nonetheless. And now I feel like Dorit is grasping at straws to come up with a storyline. And, and, and it saddens me because it did not have to come to this. I really do feel like you and PK... You guys give me scamming vibes, allegedly. Y'all do. It's giving, it's, it's giving something that is very... Something ain't right when it comes to this situation with Dorit and PK. I got my spidey glasses on and my spidey senses. There's, there's something fishy going on with you two. It's, 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 it's really weird. And I, and I feel like the two of you are trying to keep up with the Joneses. And I'm not sure how that's going to work out for the two of you. It's giving bad vegan. It's giving true romance. It's giving scam vibes, allegedly. I mean, I'm just saying, it, there's there's something, something ain't right with Dorit and, and PK. And this deceit, allegedly, of the $10,000, I feel like all of us now are on to the alleged schemes that you guys are trying to give the audience. It's um, something ain't right. And I need to put my finger on it. 
for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and yes, baby, my YouTube channel where you can get all of my visuals, baby, my expressions. Yes. And don't forget, tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag realitywiththeking. Reality with the King is a production of Kingdom Reign Entertainment. It is produced by Sierra Spragley Ricks and executive produced by me, Carlos King. King the Rain Entertainment, baby! It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com in the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.